0: Life, Life according, according to according Nono. Nono. Let's vibe. Let's vibe. <laughs> Hi, welcome to season two, episode six, the finale of the According to Nono podcast. My name is Nono, otherwise known as Notsilene Lengambule. And I would like to tell you a story. Now before I go on further with the story, I would like to let you know um, if you hadn't gotten a chance to see from the description box of this particular episode that there is a trigger warning for sexual assault, abuse, sensitive topic if you would not like to listen any further than this you're more than welcome to listen to any other of the episodes that are available from season one to two or have a friend that you trust to listen to the episode and let you know if it's safe enough for you to listen to i do not want to trigger anyone or have any victim of any kind of abuse to relieve any kind of trauma from this episode. But if you feel like you are ready to listen, welcome and thank you. So this story involves a five-year-old. Five-year-old... Little, chubby, beautiful, cute, dark skinned, curious little girl. A little girl who loved to play outside, um, play with the soil, the mud, running games. Uh, swimming in the river, fetching wild fruits in the mountains. Pretty much anything that you would consider a little boy to like to do is everything that this little girl liked to do. And because of her tomboyish nature, she tended to hang around the other little boys because they were interested in things that she was interested in. You know, making weapons, you know, running, like right? very active and interesting and adventurous and challenging games. So this little girl, um, on a very hot summer's day, decided to go and play with the kids that she always played with. Um, and when she got to the neighbor's house, She was lucky because two of the boys she used to play with were there and playing. So it was her luck. She was in great luck because she got to play with the kids that she was actually friends with. And they already started fashioning weapons from sticks. And she was like, yes, exactly what I'm in the mood to do. So they played for a little while, and then one of the little boys decided, Sorry. one of the little boys decided that um, they should probably change where they are playing and go play somewhere indoors where it's not so hot and They don't have to be in the sun for too long. Great idea So the two boys and the little girl go inside and play So they function weapons such as spears panga knives jabbing sticks and it's so fun and games until the older boy decides maybe it is time to play a different game. The other boy agrees. Little girl doesn't really know what other kind of game they could possibly play, but they are her friends and she's having fun. So she's like, okay, let's play. So the older boy decides for this game you little girl you have to be on your knees (sighs) like you are if you were playing horsey little girl thinks okay this is definitely a new game but let's give it a try these are my friends so surely whatever game they come up with is a game that they know that I would enjoy or like so she gets on her knees, facing away from the older boy and the other little boy. The older boy, unbeknownst to the girl, takes off his shorts and climbs behind the little girl. And then the little girl cries in pain. So she looks back to understand what kind of game is this. This doesn't feel like the games that we normally play. And why are we playing this particular game with our shorts off? So the older boy says don't worry about it. Just look away. It won't take a while. It won't take a long time. It'll only take a while. They didn't usually play short games. So this started getting confusing for the little girl. And the other little boy is just sitting there, watching as the older boy puts his penis into the little girl. And starts thrusting. Immediately tears form in the little girl's face. And she knows instantly that this is not a game. And that this. This is not the friendly relationship. Or the friendly vibe. Or the friendly spirit that they normally play with. So she's looking at the little boy to say something and the little boy is just sitting there quietly as well, just watching. And then after some time, she looks up and now it's the older boy watching and the little boy is behind her thrusting. This goes on for about half an hour maybe little girls can't tell time all she can tell is that this has taken longer than she was promised that it would and it's not as fun as fashioning weapons or playing with the soul or swimming in the river or fetching wild fruits in the mountains this hurts and it feels dirty and her knees hurt (laughs) And her and her little hands. Her little hands hurt as well. And she just wants to go home and forget this game. And never play this game again. Finally the game is over. and she gets up from her knees disoriented in pain and pleading she puts on her shorts and she politely asks to go home and the little boy says did you like our new game? Don't tell anybody about it. It only gets better. So the little girl says, Yes, I liked our little game. And I won't tell anyone. And walks home, limping. And the little five year old girl lives in fear for the next two years. Lives in fear. That the game put a little baby inside her. That the game is a secret she has to keep close. That the game is her doing. That if she ever said anything about the game, she'd be the one to be punished. The only one to be punished. It'll be two boys' words against one little girl. And she didn't have the words to describe the game anyways. Only that it hurt. See, that little girl learned from that day that no game is safe. And no person is safe. That little girl learned that day that she always had something to lose and that there was always somebody who was going to be watching and waiting to take it. She learned that nobody ever gets punished for doing bad things or things that hurt the only people who ever get punished are the people who allow themselves to get hurt Maybe it was just the rationalizing of a little girl trying to make sense of a game she didn't know but played along just by being anyways. Maybe it was just the rationalizing of a little girl who lived in fear for years and shame for decades. In denial for even longer. It doesn't matter though. What it was. What matters is what it is now. And what it is now. Is a 27 year old grown girl who dislocated Joe without thinking twice, who's constantly watching her back, who's constantly analyzing and dissecting, who's constantly, constantly trying To stake the wall as high as humanly possible. A 27-year-old little girl who's a grown woman. Who never lets anybody near. Who's always watching. Who's unforgiving. Unrelenting. Who's hostile. And tough. And secretive and mysterious and closed. But I guess nobody really needs to know what happened to the five year old little girl when the 27 year old little girl was the most beautiful smile every single day. This is life according to Nono. Thank you for listening.